Hello, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. This week, we're talking about what inspires you, and we're not just talking in a broad sense. We're actually going to go around and listen to all the different members of the team and see what inspires them. It's a great podcast, a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. And so, as always, have a magical week. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. We're back again, and we've got the usual dream team in today, our classic starting five. Um, and it's only because Kanika's out getting her driving license, hopefully, so fingers crossed for her there. Uh, I hope you all have been enjoying the podcast of the last couple of weeks. We've got a lot of guest podcasts coming up, so get excited for some different experts on different topics. It's, uh, it's all going to be awesome. Um, but before we get fully into the podcast today, let's go around and see what everyone's up to. So I might start with Al. Al, how are you going? I'm going great, Jess, and yeah, with some exciting news, Annabelle and I are off to New Zealand skiing next weekend, which we're both really looking forward to. Sounds great. And uh, you were just saying that uh, you have a bit of experience skiing. Um, what's your favourite? How good are you at skiing, Al? Um, I worked out how to judge people on their skiing abilities by when I worked up at Snow. I used to ask people if they're good skiers or not. Then I asked, can you turn? Most of the people who said they were good skiers didn't know how to turn and stop. I can turn and stop. <laughs> well, good work. <laughs> That's good to know, Al. Sorry, Jess, isn't that what the trees on the slope are for, Al? Yeah, I've uh, never had a problem stopping. <laughs> <laughs> and turning, generally, cartwheeling is turning. Yeah, <laughs> correct. It's the vertical turn rather than the horizontal one. That's what we do. I, I've been to that same skiing place, John. Um, I'm pretty good at taking out people. That's how I stop. <laughs> well, anyway, Al, hopefully you can use all those helpful hints everybody's just given you if you ever need some help next weekend. I'll that in mind. <laughs> give, uh, give our apologies to Annabelle now before you go. <laughs> Uh, well, that sounds good, Al. Excited for you. Um, Danette, how are you going? Yeah, good. I'm home after a fair bit of travel this week and lots of teaching. In fact, I had two full days face-to-face, which um, post-COVID, that's um, the most face-to-face I've had in a long time and full days is pretty amazing. So, no, good. And um, it's a stunning day here. So, yeah. Getting out on the mower this afternoon. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. That's awesome. <laughs> John, uh, how are you going this week? Yeah, not bad, Jess. Not bad, everyone. Um, enjoying the, the weather that's warming up and we're getting longer days, which means we're coming out of winter, which is just fantastic, especially when you're up at stupid o'clock in the morning to run. <laughs> Yep, that's a that's another good one. And John, I've got a good tip. If you need to stop when you're running, you can just run into a tree. It's actually a sort of universal <laughs> skill. Apparently that works, yes. <laughs> yeah, that'll fall over. That's it. Cartwheels again. <laughs> awesome. And uh, Graham, how are you going this week? Hey, Jersey. I'm good. Thank you. A uh, little bit of travel with Danette earlier in the week, but I've... Um... I've had a little bit more time at home, which is nice. Sort of um, aggressively ambivalent about the warmer temperatures because whilst I do love seeing the sun and the blue sky, uh, as we head further into spring, our little reptilian friends are going to get a bit more active. And that always uh, leaves me just looking around at the ground constantly. Well, that's okay. 
Yeah, that's all right. Well, fingers crossed. Uh, they, you know, keep to themselves this year. That that's <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. Well, before we get into uh, the podcast today properly, I think uh, we forgot to do this segment last week, but Danette's remembered, and we're going to do it this week. So let's do our segment, the ML recommendation. And Danette, what have you got for us this week? Okay, I've got the book, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox and the Horse. Uh, This is a beautifully illustrated book, really about um, remembering who you are and what's important. So I'm just going to read a couple of quotes and also show you some beautiful photos. So the author did these beautiful painting or pictures. Um, And this first one is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Kind, said the boy. Isn't that a beautiful, beautiful phrase? And then one more, just to share. And as an adult, you can read this in about half an hour, uh, but beautiful for kids as well. Um, Love this. When have you been at your strongest, asked the boy. When I have dared to show my weakness. Asking for help isn't giving up, said the horse. It's refusing to give up. And there's just all these gorgeous sayings, lots of colour, Um, something beautiful you could share with your kids and also as an adult, if you just want to come back to you, highly recommend. So The the Boy, the Mole, the Fox and the Horse by Charlie Maxey. Great work. That sounds really good. Thank you so much, Mm. Jeanette. And that was our ML recommendation. Now you'll be able to find all the links to that in the podcast description if you want to go check out that book. It looks really good. So thank you so much for sharing that, Jeanette. Um, You're welcome. That, that book seems quite inspiring, and that's what we call a segue in the business. So we're, today we're going to be talking about what inspires you. And I thought usually we do ones that are broader reaching, but I actually kind of wanted to do one that's a little bit more personal so people can find out a bit more about each of us on the call. And I thought that could be a little a little bit different. something. And so uh, today we're going to be looking at what inspires you. And I thought, let's start with Alan here today. What are some things that inspire you daily? Thanks, Jess. Yeah, for me, it's other people. And it's not necessarily just the things they do, but it's it's the way they think. And I love seeing somebody else who's doing something that I want to do and understanding what are their thought patterns. I have a mate named Andy who runs marathons, even did an Ironman event recently. And whenever I'm doing my Pilates and I think, oh, my legs are starting to hurt a little bit, I often think, what would Andy say about now? <laughs> that usually keeps me going and finishes my reps. That's a great one. Thanks, Al. I love that. And yeah, that's true. It's, it is always good when you have people that you can look at when you're doing something and use them as a little sort of, I guess, North Star or something. So that's awesome. Love that, yes. Al. <laughs> Danette, what are some things that inspire you daily? Uh, so being at home inspires me, just being surrounded by nature and every day looking out and seeing something different. And um, all of you guys. So hanging out every Friday is something, and I know it's not a daily thing, but every Friday just hanging out and working with everyone, it's awesome. And the other thing that inspires me daily is I love to read. So every day I'm reading and learning. Great question, Jess. Yeah, that's a good one as well. And and I also agree. This podcast is great. And I think it's also kind of what Alan was saying. It's also fun to see everyone else's perspectives and sort of draw inspiration from different things that everyone's gone through. So, yeah, thanks thanks for that, Danette. John, what are some things that inspire you daily? I'd I'd go down the path of the podcast as well, but um, helping people and not just 
know, helping people across the road or whatever, but working with people and, and being able to just bounce back and forward and, and seeing growth in those people around you, that how they've changed or and the influence that they've had on you. So the other thing that I guess that inspires me is just everything. But you've got to take time to take that in. Um, so making time and, uh, you know, a conscious thought of looking out the window and going, it's a blue sky and how amazing is that blue? And it's different to that blue over there or that blue over there. And it's, you know, just to get that, you need to actually take time to have a think about, you know, what's going on around you or what, what you're doing. Um, so I, I think we need to take more time to, to look at that rather than just do things. Um, so that would be mine, Jess. Yeah, I love that as well, John. Uh, I think that's a, a great point. It's a great also reminder, you know, just to, it's, you can sort of inspire yourself just by sort of sitting around and giving yourself time. So I love that, John. Thank you so much. Hmm. Graham, what are some things that inspire you daily? I um, started, uh, great question, by the way, Jess. Great topic. Really, um, really appreciate that. I started putting a list together um, and the list kept getting longer, which on one level I thought, well, that's a good thing. And then I sort of went back over the list and realised that Danette wasn't on it, so I had to start again. Um, <laughs> otherwise it gets a little bit awkward, you know. For me, nature. Um, just, you know, Mother Nature. I 100% echo uh, John's point about you have to be present to it. You know, you have to stop, I think, sometimes just to be aware and pay attention to what's around you. Um, you know, our, our kids and grandkids. Um, but the other, to, sorry, just two other really quick things for me. Uh, one is music, always has, always will, fingers crossed. Um, and the other is writing. And, and I, I should say the written word rather than writing as a, as a verb. So books, poetry, um, you know, I, I love that Al gets inspired by how other people think differently. I get the same inspiration from the way people um, string words and phrases and sentences together in in the written word. It, it's um, yeah, it's a constant um, source of astonishment for me, which is a good place to be. What about what about you, Jess? Yeah, I was. Uh, I think mine's sort of similar to what people say, but I like when people. I'm always inspired when people are like very brave in being themselves. You know, where they are happy to stand out despite whatever it is. Like I think of someone like Jeff Goldblum is someone who kind of inspires me because he's so quirky and weird. Um, that to me is kind of weirdly inspirational because I'm like, you know what? It just doesn't really care about what other people are sort of doing. So yeah. Anyway. That's a, that's for me. <laughs> um, the next question I wanted to uh, ask, because I find it kind of fascinating just to see how people have grown. Um, so the question is, what used to inspire you that no longer does and why? And it doesn't have to be no longer does in a, like, I am totally against this anymore. But for example, for me, I used to listen to like old speeches a lot like JFK or, you know, um, as like a really traditional way of getting inspiration because they are inspirational. But I've now found that I can, there's more everyday things that people do that I can also use to get that same thing where it doesn't have to be as grand. So, But anyway, I still find them inspirational, but not in the same kind of always way. Um, Graham, is there anything that used to inspire you that no longer does as much and why? Um, yeah, probably a little like you, Jez. 
some of the people that I used to find inspirational, uh, I don't as much, if at all. And I think part of that is you know, years ago, like a, a, maybe a lot of other people, um, I used to put some people on a pedestal mentally. And you know, they were the people you looked up to for whatever reason. Then uh, maybe just because I'm getting older, more cynical, both, I don't know. Um, I tend to see them less as inspirational and more just as human, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Again, great question. Uh, the other thing that, I, that used to inspire me was um, jumping in the spa up the back at night when we had a clear sky and just enjoying, you know, peace and quiet, no lights and an amazing night sky. That doesn't inspire me anymore because the spa is currently leaking still. Uh, <laughs> despite it now weighs twice as much as it used to because of the amount of silicon that I've applied to various parts to try and stop the leak. But the leak is a lot smarter than me, as it turns out. <laughs> Well, hopefully that one uh, can go back to what inspires you daily soon, Graham. Fingers crossed for you. <laughs> uh, by the way, Winston Woods, if you're listening to this, I'll be calling you on Monday. There we go. Shout out to Winston Woods. Um, <laughs> love that. Thank you, Graham. Uh, John, is there anything that used to inspire you that no longer does as much and why? Yeah, it's it's interesting, this topic, Jez, and I really appreciate it. I mean... I've given thought to, you know, what inspires me or who inspires me, how, and it's, my viewpoint has changed a few times just in thinking things through for answers. But one that used to inspire me but that doesn't anymore is the idea of competing against people. So, you know, within my sport, um, I was never going to be a, you know, a world-class representative, but it was still competing against people to be better than I was and to, to push myself to do things. Um, and now it's, I've moved away from that and it's, I don't need to compete against anyone else except myself. Um, so that has changed, my, my view on that has changed, that I can still compete, but it's more yeah, competing against myself now rather than you know, picking someone and going, I need to be like them or better than them or you know, faster, stronger, whatever it is than them. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a big one for me that, has changed in my mindset. Yeah, I love that, John. That's such a good one, and it's a, it's a. I love that you took it to a more abstract level. It wasn't necessarily a person; it's a concept. So that's mm. kind of fascinating. Love that, John. Like this again. Love all the different thinking everyone's got. It's so cool. Um, <laughs> Danette, what used to inspire you that no longer does as much, and why? And mine sort of goes a bit with what John was saying. So. Yeah, when I was younger, it was all about, you know, push yourself, push yourself. You've got to keep achieving, keep achieving, keep achieving. Um, and now I see that that actually ends up with burnout. Um, and recently I've been talking to a few people about burnout because they've, they're like, oh, to be successful, I've got to just keep pushing. And it's like, what if we were just kinder to ourselves? And, and I agree with that bit that John said about we shouldn't be competing with anyone else. It's it's all about competing with ourselves. And I think even being compassionate around that and going, you know what, I'm as good as I can be today and that's awesome and turning up that way. So I think when when we hear the message, you know, you just got to do more than you, you know, really is good for you physically, mentally, et cetera. Yeah, that doesn't inspire me anymore. Great question too. Yeah, yeah. And I also think with that, it's like you're sacrificing other parts of 
who you are to sort of end up there. So yeah. Anyway, but thank you so much for that, Danette. Great, great insight. Al, what used to inspire you that no longer does as much and why? It's similar to what everybody was saying, like with Graham, it's, you know, it used to be certain people and, and the same with like what John was saying about competing with those people. It was about being busy, being the best. And I remember a good friend's mum had a saying that we will worry less about what other people think of us when we realise that oh, how little they are thinking of us. And it occurred to me, if nobody else is watching, why am I being so busy? Let's start you know, working out what it is that I want instead. Mm, yeah, love that as well, Alan. I think that that sort of uh, ties in and sort of sums up the that thing like you know you're feeding other parts of yourself now when you're not trying to compete with those other people and you can become a more mm. rounded person who's doing pilates and you know skiing down <laughs> slopes <laughs> no i love that al thank you so much for that and i'll actually stay with you al for this final question which is what are some things that have had a longer inspirational impact on you and why um interestingly jez um i'm going more with say the stick than the carrot where I'm noticing people along the way, similar age to me, who have passed away and I've realised they missed the opportunities to do the things that they said they were always going to do. And that inspires me to look ahead and think, you know, in 10 years' time, will I still have the opportunity to do those things that I've been putting off? And quite often I look around me and think, well, other people have missed that opportunity. Let's make those things happen now. Yeah. Great, great reminder there, Alan. I love that. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Danette, what are some things that have had a longer inspirational impact on you and why? So I've got a couple, if that's okay. So um, one is working with Graham to build, you know, businesses together, raising our family together. And, you know, obviously family inspires me massively. It's sort of part of my being, why I do what I do. The other one is the house that we live in. So ever since I was little we moved a lot and my I always called the farm we live at now home and my grandfather built this home um, in order to marry my grandmother took him 10 years and she waited they had four kids one of which was my mum and growing up we spent a lot of time here so it was very connected my grandfather died when I was three and yet this is still this farm stands as a testimony to what love can do and what great quality work is to, to last years since then. <laughs> so, you know, just that legacy that we can leave behind sometimes by doing stuff or creating stuff, I think that, for me, is super important. Mm. Mm, that's such a good one and it's uh it's so cool that you know you're living in something that is this inspirational so that's very cool it's a kind of different way to look at it so i love that thanks Danette. john what are some things that have had a longer inspirational impact on you and why for me i'm very much like al that you know people that have passed away and you suddenly realize what they they can't do and you've got an opportunity so to me that's that's a big one um Magical learning to me has always been an inspiration. It's, um, you know, and what Graham and Danette have taught me over the, the years that I've known them and, and the opportunities they've provided to me has always been, I've always wanted to give back um, both to them, to ML and to others. So that's always been a big one. Um, 
But another another one for me was I did a marathon back in 2011, first and only marathon I ever did, and there was a blind guy being led um, by someone else out in front, and it was where we had to run, we had to go out and come back. So they were coming back as we were going out, and we passed them twice, sort of similar spot. But that to me was just amazing that here's a blind guy, um, yeah, running, and there were a couple of them couple of guys in this group running but that's always stuck with me seeing this guy who has an impairment and doesn't let him let it stop him um and he was a hell of a lot better runner than I was and I was probably 15 years younger than him so that was just pretty cool yeah that is really cool I I love that John and and something about that is he will never know that what he has done for me hmm Mm. Yeah, and I love that example as well. It's, it's it's so true that it doesn't really matter what your dream is. You feel like you can. There's always a way to do it, and then there's always a way to. Yeah, I love that. So thanks so much, John. Love that. Um, Graham, I'll go to you. What are some things that have had a longer inspirational impact on you, and why? The um, the, the three that sort of came to mind initially were again just Mother Nature. Um. And and also uh, again, yeah, writing and and music and and music. I don't know whether it, it's probably a longer thing, as in I have younger, more memories of it when I was younger. Of music playing such a, a big role in in my life, um, and it hasn't that hasn't sort of lessened, if that makes sense, along the way. But listening to John or listening to to everybody, um, the other thing that came to mind um, around the longer term uh, inspiration is is human beings capacity for all of the good things i mean yeah we have sadly along the way developed um the capacity to inflict massive pain and and suffering on ourselves and on the planet and everything else but and at the same time we're also capable of just incredible strength and beauty and kindness and love um and and when I and again this goes back to what John was saying earlier it's it's you know it's hitting the pause button and and actually taking time to stop and be present and actually think about you know what's around us and who's around us and um, yeah so and not necessarily individuals um, probably more so as with John's example it's the it's the people who don't want to be in the spotlight but who do amazing things because they can. And because they care enough, you know, to be a better version of themselves. It was a very long-winded answer, but anyway, there you go. No, but that's a, I mean, that's true as well. That is inspiration. It is always nice when you see that. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. And there's always great examples of it as well. You know, they always come up. So that's awesome. Thanks, Graham. And I actually stay with you, Graham, there, just for some final thoughts on what inspires you. I, I <laughs> it's such a uh, it's such a big thing to wrap up, but um, I will try and be succinct. I think just be present. Yeah, pay attention to the little things. That's it. Perfect, and that's a great lesson for um, everybody that's listening to take away from this as well that you can implement as you're listening to this or as soon as you finish. So, love that. Thanks, Graham. John, uh, some final thoughts on what inspires you. The question I'd ask is, what are you looking for? 
So when you get out of the bed of, bed of morning, what are you looking for? You, you know, is your glass half full or half empty? And it's that that perspective, I think, that that shapes what you'll find. So if you're looking for something that's, you know, if you're looking for life to be down in the dumps, you'll find that. But if you're looking for the opportunity to find inspiration, it's everywhere there. And as Graham said, it's just taking time to do it. So what are you looking for? Clarify that question. Love it. Thank you so much, John. That That's a great insight as well. Love that. Thank you so much. Danette, uh, final thoughts on what inspires you? Um, I think something to take away is that you never know when you're going to inspire someone. So you know, do what gives you joy. Be of service. Um, smile. Just be kind. All of that has ripple effects in terms of inspiration and making the world a better place. And one thing I forgot to share earlier is art inspires me. So that beautiful artwork behind Graham, and we've got a couple of pieces by Sue Ellen Sadie Cook, who we did a podcast with earlier this year. Her stuff is magical. That inspires me too every day when I get to look at it. That's awesome. And I think that also comes back to that, you know, being present and sitting with something, you know, it's a great way to do it. So yeah, thank you, Danette. And Alan, final thoughts on what inspires you? I think it's got something to do with having something to look forward to. And I guess I've got this ski trip on my mind at the moment. And I guess that's a, a doing. And I like what Graham said about, you know, who are we being and being present to the little things. And I'm thinking while I'm on this ski trip, I'll be present to my daughter and what's important for her as opposed to, you know, all those things that, you know, I think maybe she needs to be doing. It's noticing what does she want to do and supporting that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Al. And thank you so much, everybody. What a great episode. It's a little different one. And um, I feel like it's been a really good one. I've learned so much. Uh, Graham, did you want to say something else? Uh, no, I, I was just going to suggest that Al also be um, infinitely present to trees. That is... <laughs> I may have hit one or two in my time, Graham. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you all so much for a great podcast today. A lot of, this was very uh, inspiring. It's great to hear what everybody finds inspiring. And it's also given me another way to look at things, um, you know, just going forward. So I want to thank all of you for that. Great podcast. Great to catch up with everybody. And as always, everybody, if you're listening, feel free to share this with uh, with people that you like or on social media. I like, We have little clips. So if you want to share them, if there's anything that you like there, um, that's also great. But to everybody that's been listening, we want to thank you all so much. You inspire Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Um, yes and so and so i just wanted to say thank you all so much and uh have a magical week